Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is Monday, December 5th, with news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray, and apparently, apparently, there was a memo regarding Black Shirt Monday. Black Shirt Monday, folks, we are going to kick things off with car prices will crash in 2023. Now, if you don't know this. <laughs> okay. Get well, in here. Get in here. We well, apparently, I wasn't familiar with it. <laughs> you, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We get we yeah. get i yeah. i actually on mondays especially because uh shout out to jennifer and kimberly and phil and justice they're behind the scenes good seeing you guys here this point they're behind the scenes they answer the phones yeah okay i also yeah. answer the phones especially on mondays because and, we're a little and everybody calls in and goes and they, hey car prices are going to crash in 2023 they say zach i love you and your dad awesome videos i'm excited to get to talk to you but you confuse me sometimes you yeah. say you know you should buy a car now you should buy we're not saying when you should buy the car we're simply saying today we're yeah. simply saying yeah Car prices are going to continue to go down in 2023. That is the first thing to kick today's shows off with. Justin published this article, which, if I'm not mistaken, you are a part of. So you know that car prices are going down in 2023. You're just pulling my leg this morning. Car prices will yeah. continue to go down in 2023. We break down why we think that is. And I want to kick off today's conversation with yes. exactly that. Then we can dive into we have some Ford news to discuss. Yes. We've which got which is why we have Hyundai behind. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some Hyundai stuff to talk about. Uh, got Ford news to talk about. Yes. We've got F and I profits to be talking about. And I've got a really you've got to be kidding me that I think everyone will enjoy. But let's kick off, Dad, with why will why, why will, will my title for today's stream come to fruition in 2023? Why will car prices continue to crash in 2023? Well, they'll continue to go down. <laughs> Why will they continue to go down? Okay. You know, I, I think I signed off on why will car prices continue to go down. I don't believe <laughs> I signed off on why will car prices crash in 2023. Uh, they'll continue to go down because, well, the most important thing is the car market for both new and used cars is softening. Yep. Um, there are fewer and fewer people in the market for vehicles at the moment. It has to do with the cost of of the vehicles that are out there. Uh, even though wholesale prices of used cars have dropped 17% so far this year, retail prices have only dropped about five to 6%. Um, and, and the five to 6% drop means that even though used car prices are lower, they're still way higher than what they should have been yep. or what they historically would have been. So I believe because of, rising interest rates and a softening market with fewer people in it, that we will continue to see used car prices go down. Now, will we see them crash? I don't, I, I don't know that I would term it that we'll see them crash, but I think we will continue to see them decline um, for the next several months. I think that's a crash, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, there, there's, there's the difference between, um, say, a, a bumper on a car that can handle a five mile per hour crash <laughs> and a fifty mile per hour crash. I see it as a five mile per hour crash. 
so that's why I say they'll continue to decline. You see it as, I don't know, we're running into the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's worth putting into perspective, and you mentioned it, wholesale prices have come down for used cars. And we'll talk yes. new cars here in just a second. I've got some interesting data from Four Eyes I want to pull up. Wholesale used car prices went up in 2020 yes, 50%. That is correct. Wholesale prices in 2022, in 2020 and 2021, excuse me, went up to about 50%. Wholesale prices in 2022 have come down 17%. Yes. There was a JP Morgan piece that came out from some of their analysts. I, I never queued it up for one of the shows. I don't know if you saw this, but they said we expect wholesale and retail used car prices to come down another 10 to 15%, but never. And yeah. Alex Yurchenko from the Black Book team, their chief yes. data scientist, he, he came out and said, never expects prices to get back down to where they were pre-pandemic. Yes. So I think you have to put crash into some sort of perspective, which is if prices go down, 30% in total on the wholesale market. That's a crash. That's a price crash. That's a, that's more than a correction. It really is a crash. Is it back to where that's, we were that's before? That's still 20% above where we had been prior. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not a crash. It's. I want to be closer today. Uh, me too. Uh, it's not a crash. It's, it's a decline. All right. Let's take a quick peek at another thing that's impacting. Yes. Prices, which would be new car inventory, make us a little bit smaller here, dad. Let's look at four eyes. Four Eyes I is can't starting to get smaller. <laughs> I, I'm shrinking. You are shrinking. I am. Four Eyes is showing a slight initial decline here in November of yes. uh, total inventory levels, yes. down about 2.7% month over month, but still up year over year. So yes. we're starting to see a bit of a decline in inventory. And what I found interesting is when I broke this down by brand, and we've yes. done this a variety of different times. Not every brand is made equal. So, for example, here, Kia inventories are down 67.1%, yes. while Jaguar inventories are still down 75%. Land Rover inventories down yes. 81%. And I was also looking, Dad, at prices. Yes. So, Four Eyes also tracks just the prices of vehicles. And we can look at uh, prices for new vehicles and used vehicles. And what I've done here is I've broken this out by brand year over year price changes. Interestingly, Volkswagen has seen their prices year over year for new Volkswagens go up the most. Wow. 12.4%. Fords are 12% more expensive new Fords this year, this time this year than they were last year. Dodge even, even though they have all those incentives, Nissan and Honda. And what's interesting, Dad, is when you pull in different brands. So let me pull in a few different brands. Let's look at, let's do Toyota, Subaru, Nissan, Mazda, and let's do Hyundai. Honda? And we'll do Honda, yeah. Give me a second here. It's loading, it's loading, it's loading. There you go. Look how fast it loads. It's pretty cool. They've got good servers. They got something going on, right? Yeah. So you can see Mazda prices are up 11.4% year yes. over year, Nissan up 11%. But look at that, only only 5.8% increases for Toyota. And then on the used car market. But of course, Toyota was higher priced to begin with than all those other brands. True, true. Yes. But on the used car market, you can also see year over year Subaru prices only up a half percentage point right above your head, Nissan up 1.1%, Hyundai's up 9.4%. The reason I bring this up is because. Yes. When we talk about this, or when I come up with titles like, you know, car prices are in a crash in 2023. And then you, and then you pull up data that says they're not. Well, no, it, it, I think it shows, it paints the picture that for different brands, you're going to have a different story. Is that not? Yeah. You sure. think the data I just showed indicates that prices are going to continue to go up in 2023? I think the data that you just showed, at least for a number of brands, was that the prices are going up, not down. Well, year over year, they've gone up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which which I think generally makes sense. There's still, I mean, used car prices for most of this. But they're year. crashing. Yeah. <laughs> 
thought you were my my wingman. Like I am your wingman, but you know, I, I I don't know exactly how you want me to react to <laughs> something that doesn't buttress your your uh, clickbait. Thought. Up fifty to seventy percent <laughs> and down seventeen percent is not a crash. OMG, uh, prices did not go up seventy percent. Okay. And I, I I disagree with you guys. I think a seventeen percent decline in prices is a crash. Whatever. All right. We don't have to get it. We can agree to disagree on that. We can indeed. Yeah. All right. JG wants to know, will Subaru prices go down at all? I hit a deer and can't wait much longer. I think you're probably going to see the lowest new Subaru prices here at year end, but you're going to see anytime soon. Yeah. And the good news is for Subaru is apparently they have a little more inventory on hand because they, they had a huge spike in sales in November. And the only way that could happen is if you have inventory. Um, And, a lot of Subaru dealers, for whatever reason, maybe it's because they're more consumer friendly than some of the other brands, um, have never really gotten into the ad- additional dealer markup game quite like many of the other brands. Yeah, have. most Subaru dealers have been a lot more reasonable, it seems consumer like. Consumer friendly. Yeah, like compared to like Kia and Hyundai, yes, it's, yes. it's nice. So, um, you know, do I, do I think... Uh, you know, I think now's as good a time as any on a Subaru because their inventory is finally starting to build back up a little bit. I don't know. It's a strong market correction, not a crash yet, but it's coming. So you're right. I don't know. I don't know what else we expect. Like, do we expect? I mean, prices down 17% in four months, five months. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess okay. I'm in the minority here, and that's fine. I just you don't know. know I, what used we expect. To, I used to. I used to call you crash. I mean, bubble boy. Now I'll call you crash boy <laughs> or crash, crash boy. test dummy. <laughs> ah, here you go. Thank you, Space, for this. Uh, yeah. Mario is the uh, mayor of the uh, joinya.com yes. slash community forum. We are starting to see small discounts, $750 to $1,000 on Subarus in SoCal. Okay. Hope well, if it's happening markets. in SoCal, it should be happening everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Aaron's saying 17% is significant when you also factor in 20% inflation. I think that's super fair. Right, so if the prices for everything have gone up significantly, and then you have this, I, whatever, I'm getting whatever. off. Whatever, yeah, getting stop off. I'm getting already. Off. Yeah, stop. Go on to something else. If that you horse, lost seventeen, if you lost seventeen percent of your household income, when you think meh, slight decline. All right, thank you, Justice. We are not getting off this. Would you think seventeen? Would you? Would you say? Let, let would me, you say to your wife, <laughs> your my mom? Would you say, oh, my income is having a slight. A slight moderation. Here, no, here, you'd say I, my here, income's here, crashing. Here, here's what I'd say to you, and this is something that I, I often said to your mother. Huh. The horse is dead. Stop beating it already. Okay? And you can't get the horse any deader. Okay? It's <sighs> like there's a horse, all right. and it's dead. All right. It's on the right. kitchen floor. All right, all right. And, and, you're, and you're in there with a damn Dealers sledgehammer. Stop! Dealers in three states. Dealers in three states. Yes. Wait, Dad, I don't know if you saw this headline um, on Automotive News. It says, um, one second, it says, bear with me. Yeah, you're going to make it say something. Dealers in three states say the market is crashing. (laughs) Wow. I don't know, Dad. Dealers in three states say the market is crashing. (laughs) You can do that? (laughs) Pretty cool. You can't trust what you see on the internet. Dealers in three states are suing Ford Motor Corporation. Maybe you should go back to what that really is. All right, all right. I'll read the question. Dealers in three states fight Ford over over EV certification. This is a huge story. It is. That really Mm -hmm. broke on Friday of last week and has been building for months now. If you saw our videos and our our, our blog posts and everything, Ford's getting rid of car dealers. Ford's getting rid of car dealers. Well, the car dealers think Ford's (laughs) trying to get rid of them, but they're fighting back. What is going on over at Ford, Dad? You know, when when Ford first came out with their EV program, what's it called? 
uh, Ford Model Blue, Ford Model E. Ford Model E. Blue is the internal yeah. combustion engine vehicle. And, 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 you know, they painted this picture that, oh, all the dealers are jumping on board. Yep. They're so thrilled with, <clears throat> excuse me, with what we're doing. Well, it turns out, well, that was BS. Yep. Um, yeah, there are any number of Ford dealers that are in. Um, and then there's any number of Ford dealers that are suspicious. And then there's dealer associations from 14 states that have contacted Ford and said, uh, we got some issues with this. Um, and the Ford program, to be clear, was you have to pay, if you don't pay Ford any money by Friday of last week, yes. then you don't get to sell any of their EVs until 2025. If you pay them five, only if you opt in in 2025. Only if you opt in 2025. And, yep. and to opt in, you have to do what? You have to do one of these other two options, which would be pay $500,000, and then you could sell 25 EVs per year. Per year. Or you could pay $1.2 million, and you could sell as many EVs as you'd like. No, as many EVs as they'll give you. As they'll give you, yeah. Okay, that's not as many yeah. as you'd like. Yeah, yeah, and, you're right. And you have no idea how many that's going to be. You have to assume it would be 26 or more. Yeah, yeah I would hope so. <laughs> okay. If you're doing the math, you hope it's at least yes. 60. Yeah. Yes. Um, so there's many dealers, especially in the state of New York, where they're actually suing. suing yeah. Uh, Ford that say, well, this violates the franchise laws and franchise agreements that you've signed with your dealers in, in New York, because according to the franchise agreements in New York, every model that you make has to be made available to every one of your franchise dealers, and they have to, they can earn allocations based on their sales. Well, if you're not going to give many, then they can't earn any. We are seeing the first of many legal battles if other automakers choose to go down the path that Ford's doing, which will be car dealers versus automakers who can control the consumer relationship more. And I bet you, we talked about this before the show, we both think the winner here are the lawyers. Yeah, the oh, next winner sure. is going to be the dealers. They're probably going to be able to you know, keep, keep selling vehicles and going to have pushback against Ford. When you really look at the model, I mean, it's it's changing how dealers operate and making them more of that agency like what happens over in Europe. And ultimately, you've brought up a really good point. There's no margin on the EVs from the dealer <laughs> perspective. And Ford has sent memos. Yeah, I'll let you yeah. hit this so, yeah. so as we as we remember, um, or as a reminder, I, it was about this time last year where Ford sent out memos to its dealers um, reminding the dealers that it, it paints Ford in a bad way and, and, and uh, ruins Ford's reputation in the marketplace when dealers charge additional dealer markup on their vehicles, especially, well, excessive yep. additional dealer markups on their vehicles. And, and so um, the, they would encourage their dealers not to do that. And if through just encouragement, they, they, chose to continue to do it, uh, that they would figure out punitive measures yep. uh, to get dealers to stop doing it. Restrict inventory, things so, like that. So here's, here's, here's the BS of Ford. We know from people that we've talked to that Model E, uh, Mach-E's, Mach yeah. um, you know, we've heard that, that the invoice uh, price that the dealer pays is equal to or slightly, and I mean when I say slightly, I mean slightly less than the MSRP. So there's no margin built into their EVs. Yep. Okay. So for a half a million dollars, you can you can have the privilege of selling 25 cars a year 
that have no margin built in them. And remember, now Ford doesn't want you to, I don't know, charge a different markup. markup so that you can, I don't know, make money on those 25 cars. So this, this portion of Ford saying don't charge for additional dealer markups, this portion of Ford <laughs> is saying it's going to cost you half a million dollars to be able to sell 25 of them at no profit. You better charge an additional dealer markup because otherwise, why would you want the damn cars? So what is it that Ford really wants? And why is it that a, a dealer would want to sell them yeah. if there's if there's no profit margin in them? And, you know, well, you know, one of the big profit centers for dealerships is service. But EVs don't require nearly as much service as gas-powered vehicles. So if you can't make money selling the car <laughs> and you're going to service less. Yeah, less frequency of service. Where are you? Why would you invest a half a million to $1.2 million to have the honor and privilege of selling Ford's Model E program? I mean, why would you do that? So, yeah, I can understand why why dealer groups would be upset, why dealer associations would be upset, why dealers in New York would sue. Um, yeah, I get that you need some extra infrastructure. It, it, it makes you really wonder, Dad. Like, I think a lot of things that if, if this goes to litigation, a lot of things will surface. Not about, if. When this goes to litigation, a lot of things will surface about the ways these dealers make money. Yeah. It probably won't be anything that we don't aren't familiar with. How the OEMs make money, how they think about the future. It feels like we're at a an inflection point in the dealership model, thanks to Ford being really <clears throat> bullish on making their dealers change and evolve. But you're pointing out, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for them. They, there's no incentive for them to do it. Well, I, I just, you know, I, I don't get as a corporation how you can how you can um, get upset with your dealers because they charge an additional dealer markup in a free market society where it's based on supply and demand. And then say to the dealers, um, oh, yeah, and, and, and when you sell our Model E cars, well, there's no margin, and so you can't make any money on them. So the only yeah. way you're going to be able to make money is to charge them. I mean, you're encouraging the, your dealers to do what you told them you don't want them to do. It is just such corporate BS. Let's jump to the chat here, Pops, and then we'll okay. switch gears. We've got a couple other things to talk about. Brady says. Yes. And thank you, Brady. We appreciate the contribution. We're yes, here and happy you. to help. Brady says, thoughts on buying a 2023 Honda Pilot new to the Hondaverse? We'll see their best offer. Uh, we'll see their best offer last week of the year. Family is growing. Can't wait more than a year. Thanks for your insight, guys. We know Honda has been struggling probably the most at present in, in terms of inventory. Of, of your of your Japanese Asian brands, yes. Yeah, I mean, pretty much across the board. Honda, I mean, we'll get new Honda inventory data, I guess, in about a week now. So we'll have that to share. But generally speaking, they're going to be some of the harder vehicles to negotiate. Yes. And, and, you know, maybe if maybe you're lucky you find a deal where that, that will work with you a little bit. Um, it just depends on on how short of supply there is of the new 2023 pilot. Yep. Um, you know, the more expensive models of pilots would probably be a little more available than the less expensive. Well, we know that from the past 18 months. That's yes. what manufacturers are focusing on. Space is hitting on something really important. He's yes. down, Alex. Post your deal on the, quote, share my deal with YAA channel on the community forum. If you are not on the community forum, you are missing out greatly. It is 100% free. And we have what? seen more and more people come and join no, us over there. What? 
free free resources click on community this will take you directly to the community forum here you go and this is then going to show you all the different channels over here go ahead and click on where is it share my quote with yaa general questions put them in the ask channel finance questions success stories etc come join the community forum and be participating here we love seeing everyone yes. helping each other out and our team is in here as well to support and and while i'm doing the the, the show and tell want to remind everyone there are a variety of different ways that we can help you if you go to joinyaa.com if you're buying a car start your car search on joinyaa.com if you're selling a car Get your offers from multiple dealers in your area mm -hmm. through our Sell Your Car Widget Insurance. Auto Home Renters back on the Join YAA website. The warranty still there. Nothing's changed. Finance, refinance will connect you it's with credit there. unions. And the membership, guys, guys and gals, the yes. membership. You can get the YAA membership for 60 bucks for 90 days and we'll help you through the car buying process or the plus membership which will include Deal School 3.0, which is tentatively launching on Wednesday of this week. Wow. Okay, so stay tuned. That'll be launching on Wednesday of this week, as well as our discounts on repair, maintenance, and you can even book one-on-one -on -one consults with us if you so choose. Wow. Nice commercial. Thanks, Pops. Yeah. Shall we switch gears? Okay. All right. I'm a gear switcher. Um, let me go back to the chat briefly, and okay. then we will... All right, we've got here from Richard. He says, I'm going new car shopping in February. That's after another Fed interest rate increase before the start of the spring selling season. Before people get tax refunds, dealers will be dealing. Some sound logic there? Uh, there's some logic there, but you know, typically the incentives from the manufacturers aren't as large in February as say they would be the last week of December. But dealer likelihood to negotiate might oh, be higher yeah, because yeah, demand. Because demand is down. It's, it's the shortest month of the year. It's going to be uh, either that or January will be the slowest sales month of the year. So, yeah, they'll be glad to see you. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Deb, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into the really you've got to be kidding me, which yes. I know will amuse you and all of our viewers, public groups, public automotive uh, dealerships, yes. Q3 gross profit per vehicle rises. Yeah, but it's it, the headline is so off. It's not gross profit per vehicle. It's gross F&I profit yep. per vehicle. Yep. So this is back. -end. That's all they give you. Here. That's back end profit. So yes. uh, Asbury Automotive Group of Duluth, Georgia posted their largest percentage increase for the period with a 17.7% rise to $2,254 in back end. Yes. So we're so going to. That's such a BS headline because I read that headline. And I thought, OK, I'm going to see what their average gross profit was yeah, per vehicle. Yeah. And that ain't the case. Okay, that's, that's fair. Well, I'm sorry. A you lot know, of people. I pay, we, I, we pay I, money. I know. I pay Automotive News a lot of money every year so that I can read their, their, their. Their headlines. Their headlines, their publication, their misleading headlines. Um, you know, all, all I ask is that well, have the story match up to the headline. Just like. I don't like, like what people answer. <laughs> <laughs> about to. <laughs> Really? You got to be kidding me. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's dig into the numbers, though. Yeah. A lot of folks, I know a lot of people that are part of the YAA community that watch the channel, they know that there's two parts of a car dealer. It's really three if you're trading in a yes. vehicle, but there's two parts. Yes. Negotiating the out-the-door price of the car you're buying. Yes. And, and then, then the, the back end. The, back the end. finance and insurance. Put into perspective how yeah. much money these dealerships are making. These dealership groups on average. On the back end, you think yes. you negotiated a killer front end of a car deal? Oh, I got him to take $1,000 off from MSRP. Yeah. Well, then they're making on average $2,254 on back end at Asbury. Okay. Auto freaking nation. Wow. I like that's their new name. 
$9,766 per vehicle sold in back-end profit. Yes. Group 1, $2,500. Lithia, $2,200. Penske, go buy your cars from a Penske dealership. That's because they lease a lot of their cars. $2,000. Yeah. Sonic, $2,400. Pops, how do you even... Scroll down, because uh -huh. in the article, in the article, keep scrolling down until you get to the Penske portion of it. All right. Because there was something that Roger said that I applaud him. Okay. And I think go. we all should. Okay. CEO Roger Penske responded in the third quarter earnings call in October to analyst questions on the Federal Trade Commission's proposed dealership compliance rule by saying he fully supports the elimination of unfair, deceptive practices. Look. This is not the kind of business we want to be in, Penske said. I think any of my peers also would feel the same. Okay, he is saying, as, as the CEO of, I think, the third or fourth largest public dealership group, that it's time for the industry to step up and get out of the nonsense of deceptive advertising and fall in line with what the FTC is proposing as to how dealerships deal with customers. And I applaud him for that. One of the reasons why I enjoyed working for him when I did work for him. I don't I don't recall seeing any other CEO from any other of the publics making a statement like that. Yeah, well said, Pops. Well yeah. said. I didn't read down to that part of the article. That's fantastic. Yes. And that does. That's going to make you feel good about having been a part of Penske for as long as you were. Yes. Wow. It that's did. really, really it good. Does. Yeah. Back-end F&I profits, they're high. Everything's negotiable. Get your damn extended warranty quote from us before you go. Get your pre-approval from a credit union before you go. Or else you're just you're you're pissing money down the drain. I hate to say it like that. In the old days, you huh. know who else was high? Most of the employees at a dealership. But that was many, 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 many decades ago. Here we go, Pops. We've got yes. a uh, thoughtful contribution here from Joe's Life in Orlando. Thoughts you, on Joe. what will happen to the value of my 2022 Tesla Model 3 long range with 11,000 miles. Paid 52,000 and Vroom now will give 37,000 to buy for me. I've been tracking Tesla yes. prices. They're they are crap. No, no, no. Crash is the appropriate word for Tesla for, prices. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, you know, you're talking about a 15 grand. Yeah. No, I mean, Tesla prices will continue to go down um, for the foreseeable future. I think there's any futures. number of factors for that. For why Tesla prices are going yes. down? Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. of course. But I mean, to be very clear, that is a particular brand where we have seen softening in the market yes. significantly more. And that also relates to the fact that they went up as expeditiously as they did prices. Expeditiously? As, 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 as rapidly as they did. Expeditiously, uh, I suppose. Expeditiously. Yeah. With speed. Uh, with speed and, and efficiency. Yeah, well, there you have it. Yeah. Just saying. They were efficient in, in increasing their, their prices. Who has rapidly. more college credit, you or me? I think I have like 30 college credits. I think we might have about the same. Buddy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Ken, thank you for the thoughtful thank you, Ken. contribution. We yeah. appreciate you being Neither, here. I don't think either one of us got past three semesters. No, neither <laughs> one of us got past three semesters. Laura uh, said, Zach, yes. Laura, we always love seeing you. Yes. Can you address the fees question, please? Laura, I must have missed it during the show, so please post it again, and we will come back to it. That being said, first, we are going to turn our attention to Dad. Yes. You yes. ready? Yeah. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. me. Some of your best work right there. I get it. 
All right, Dad, we have a resolution yes. over at Hertz. If you are unfamiliar with this story, you are about to be very amused, except wow. it's actually really sad. I shouldn't, I shouldn't make light of it. Yeah. Hertz has had many dozens of people who are driving their vehicles, rented vehicles for them, who were pulled over by police officers sometimes and sometimes guns, guns drawn. drawn. Sometimes guns drawn. They were pulled over by police officers arrested. because, yes. yeah, arrested as well, because the vehicles were reported as stolen. The vehicles were not stolen. They were obviously rented out to someone. Yes. Hertz got sued. Yeah. Hertz has now settled. Yeah. Which means they've been no wrongdoing. Their, their CEO came out earlier yeah. this year and said, you know, some of our processes and systems haven't been able to keep up with the volume. Well, Hertz to pay $168 million to settle over 95% of wrongful theft report claims. Some customers had sued Hertz, alleging the police detained or arrested individuals in air after the company reported rental cars were stolen, Dad. The suit, 95% of folks settled, $168 million will be going to them over wow. the next, I guess, wow. months or so. Yes. Hertz, which operates Hertz Dollar and Thrifty Vehicle Rental Brands, said it will recover a, quote, meaningful portion of the settlement amount from its insurers. The wow. settlement resolves 364 pending claims from consumers. So some resolution over there at Hertz. Pops. Yes, yes. I, I love resolution. I love I love when big corporations have to pay out $168 million and admit no fault. Uh, Are you surprised? <laughs> am I surprised that they admitted no fault? That um, that they that settled they, for that much? I think it would have cost them more had they not. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I, th I think, uh, I think Hertz is getting what they deserve or only some of what they deserve. I mean, I was surprised to see yeah. $168 million. I didn't think it was going to be quite that much, oh. but... We knew well. I 168 million for 364 people. That, that's and there's still five percent of those cases out there that are not part of the settlement. <laughs> but that's half a million dollars a person. Okay. What's it worth to you to get? No, 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 no. That's it. I'm not. I'm <laughs> yeah. just. I'm just surprised. Yeah. Like that's. Okay. Don't be surprised. Anyway, resolution yeah. to yeah. what's going on over at Hertz and yeah, Trinoculus yeah. has it right. It, that, it, it does hurt. It hurts. All yeah. right, we have Laura here saying out of state fee for customer in tri-state area. I literally live eight miles away, closest to me. In tri-state area, I call BS. I guess they were charging a fee for out-of-state, an out-of-state purchase fee? Oh, you know, I mean, if, if you're not considered in their primary marketing area and they're just concerned with reaching Yeah, but that's numbers, a BS fee, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, just to be very yeah, clear, that is like course. a negotiable especially, fee. Especially if you're eight miles from the dealership. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't pay that fee. No, try not to anyway. <sighs> Yeah, here you go. Igor saying I sold. Igor had dealerships. I yeah. sold to Group One, and they were only making eighteen hundred dollars in back end profit before. And now they implemented full disclosure practices that I had at my stores, and it started to pay off. And customers are happy based on honesty. Yeah, it's a crazy yeah. concept. Pretty crazy concept. Yeah, to be honest and make yeah. more money. All right, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, we will call it a show for today. Yes, and we'll be back here again tomorrow at noon Eastern, nine Pacific, with what more news that you can use from who. YAA. Thank you everyone for being there. Happy Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks everybody. Have a good day. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.